feels not awkward at all. So you come second to my dog. What's up with that? Look so. at this. Look. He looked. He just he, got ashamed. Yeah, because when Hold you went. Hold that head up high. Be proud. When you went to him and not me, he looked at me like, I don't, this is not me. I didn't do this. I'm not trying to make her love me more. Sometimes a girl just needs her dog. <laughs> Sometimes a guy just needs his bitch. <laughs> well that you have <laughs> Always and forever <sighs> I'm here for you Thanks bitch <laughs> um, Berk 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 We have so much that we cannot talk about But we have things that maybe we can talk about Um. Oh my god I had something I was going to say And now I can't Well first of all we had a, a lot of drama in the beginning because I had, we have to deal. Jen has to deal with a fat husband right now because I'm a little overweight. <laughs> so we had to readjust the shirt and I had to move my body around because maybe it's just muscles. I'm just big boned. <laughs> it's just I'm very muscly right now. I'm very muscly. I have like big ab muscles right now. Mm-hmm. So what was interestingly happening? shaped? Yeah. So when I would sit, it would not gather. the usual six pack. It's like a it's a, six a, pa- it's a soggy six. six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. I have the same thing. You do not. I just thought it was funny. A soggy six pack. <laughs> Can we can we grow old and fat together? No. <laughs> Which part's the no? Growing fat or growing <clears throat> old together? Fat. Um, Rocco, hold that head up high. Be proud. This is a good dog right here. He's the best dog ever. This God, is a good dog. he's like amazing. He's a very chill dude. This is why, because I'm not a dog <sighs> guy. For those that don't know, I'm not a dog guy. Here's the thing. People and their dogs. <laughs> That's all I can say. People and their dogs. Especially in L.A. But this guy is very chill. Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm so shy. Oh, God. I just... Ah, oh, you talk about me on the podcast and everyone's at mention me. I'm like a big deal. It's like at mention Rocco. <laughs> Hashmark Rocco. There's like verified on Instagram and Twitter and MySpace and LinkedIn. <laughs> You're going to get emails from Rocco. Would you like to join Rocco's professional <laughs> network? Ah, uh, LinkedIn. You got to hook me up on LinkedIn. LinkedIn drives me crazy. What's the fuck up with it? What is, he, what is LinkedIn? It's I don't a, even understand it. That's a professional network of some oh, sort. assholes that send you emails. But <laughs> so then they'll like. It's a professional network of You assholes. get guys and gals that like, when they join LinkedIn, I guess they're like, invite all your contacts. So I get these emails from acquaintances because I'm on their contact list to join them on LinkedIn. And they're like, 
And it's like, I'm like, the, I don't do LinkedIn. And not only that, but it's, it's, yeah. Because it I'm not a sense. professional. That's <laughs> for professionals. We're not professionals. Um, you know, oh, I made notes. My notes are over there. So if I look over there, it's my notes. Yeah. I figured out the key to marriage. I actually figured it out. Now, we're only. We're, don't tell me. We're at 26. 20- I like having problems. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to solve our marital problems. We're at 26 years in a few weeks. Together. No, mm-hmm. In a week. 26 years in a week? Uh-huh. 26 years as a couple in a week. Uh-huh. Okay. This will actually... Yeah. This is our anniversary podcast. This is our anniversary this podcast. This is our 26 years together podcast. Wow. 26 years since I fucked, since I fucked everything up for you. I'm so tired from being with you. Can you say stuff like that off the podcast? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll save it. <laughs> But what I realized is, my secret is, is if you and I could just live through emojis and texts, we're fine. When we just text each other. Does that apply to sex, too? Can I just text you, like, some scissors or something? <laughs> the scissors. As in castration? No. <laughs> figurative. So funny. Impressionistic. That, so funny that you think sex, scissors is what comes to you. Not, not a squirting eggplant. Well, but I scissors. don't have an eggplant. No, you have you the can, eggplant, and yeah, you squirt. Or in so your in your case, a squirting all about taco. You. In your case, a squirting taco. That's so gross. <laughs> yes, but why does scissors come to you? What What does scissors have to do with sex? Whatever. Exactly. Okay. So, if we could live through emojis, we'd be okay because we get along really well in emojis. I find. If I could live single, it'd be good. You're. You want to? I wouldn't push the issue right now. Like, if I could just have you when I want you. <laughs> when would that, how often would that like, be? You know, once a month. No. I like hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it when you judge me harshly. Right. That makes uncomfortable. I'm not even going to, I'm just going to But I love like, you. Are you. Cool, yeah. 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 Rock yeah. Over. We have a good dog. We're good when we have enough sleep. Well, here's what it is. What I realized is, and I want to say this, so when our kids go back and watch this, I want them to know that they are. Hi, guys. That they are. You're grown-ups now. So, so. For our kids that are watching this years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, we love you with all of our heart. If they're still talking to us by then, because you are everything that ever mattered to us. But goddamn marriage was easy before you guys. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you both straight out. Here's what this podcast is. I just decided. This is a podcast to our kids in 20 years. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So we won't get too personal, but I just want to say to our kids 20 years from now. 2037 is that right you're you're good at math 2037 that uh to our to our two kids you little fuckers have made this marriage very fucking difficult (laughs) but we love you so much and we're so proud of all your accomplishments and thank you for your wonderful kids and our grandkids we love them so much but you guys are making this whole thing very fucking difficult so to the older one when you wake up at 5.30 and 6 a.m. and need to be entertained and can't just figure shit out for yourself at 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m., that creates a very tense morning, okay? So I love you, but, but when you wake up at 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m., figure shit out. Go get a book and read it. Okay, also, I want to hope by now, as you're a young man, that you know what the word patience means. Do you know what the word patience means? Because as a nine-year-old boy... <laughs> had no fucking clue what the word patience means. Meaning that when you wanted something, you would ask like a machine gun until you got it. Even if I needed 30 seconds to finish what I was doing. 
Let it out, baby. Okay, Let good. it out. All right, good. To my younger one, you're an angel, but you touch everything of mine. Can you just put my shit down? You have more toys than most, than most schools collectively have. <laughs> you don't need to touch my shit. Leave my shit alone. You have roomfuls of your shit. Roomfuls of every toy you've ever wanted. Touch your shit. Leave my shit alone. Don't touch my computer. Don't touch my pocket knife. Don't touch my, touch my high-end camping gear. Don't touch my electronic equipment. Leave my shit alone. Don't touch my pens, my markers, and draw on my desk. Don't touch my shit. You got your shit. I, I got you. We spent so much money so you'd have your shit. Stop touching my shit. Oh, and also, <laughs> clean up after yourself when you make big breakfasts. And do science experiments. Clean it up when you're done. I don't want to clean up your science. Okay, that's a, that's a petty thing. That's pretty awesome. That he does a lot of science stuff. So I may have some more things that come back to me on this podcast on things I want to say to my, my young men. I my have something young to men. say. Oh, go ahead. Jenna has a few things she wants to say to her young men. I'm the mother of two boys. Two young men. They're men now because they're watching us <sighs> as young men. Perhaps for the love of all that is holy, by now you've figured out that my help is good. Hallelujah, sister. Sing it. Sing it. When and mama when tries to help you. Reject Every move I make to help you with whatever your 9,000 requests are during the day. And then I go to help you. And then you blunt me. That turns me into a psychotic person. Sing it, sister. I don't like being turned into a psychotic person. Hold my earrings. Hold my gold. Hold my gold. Hold my earrings. I like helping. Got to let your mama help you, boys. I'm a good helper. Can't do everything. You can't can't ask for help. And then when she tries to help, say, no, I got it. Or that's not right. That's That's not not it. That's not it. No. I'm just trying to get you to brush your teeth so you don't have cavities. What? Just trying to get you to eat kind of healthy so you don't have diseases. Just trying to get you to take a damn vitamin D. Because here's the thing. Some what? multivitamins, perhaps. When you have a cold and you want cheese for breakfast, you're going to be stuffed up later in the day. Sorry, and then kids. you're going to cry that you have a headache. And That's I try just to how science works. No dairy when you have a cold. And then you scream at me. As if I'm trying to make you swallow razor blades. Right. When I ask you to brush your teeth, you're, at, you're treating me as if I'm trying to get you to brush your teeth with razor blades. <laughs> Like, you make me work so hard. I don't like working so hard on simple things that make sense. Because we have I kids. I like common sense. Okay. We have kids. We know kids that That's don't part of being a kid, get I to guess. brush their teeth. And, and their what? parents don't. We have kids that don't brush their teeth. We know friends. Friends. You said we have kids. We, we, okay, sorry. <laughs> like, we have friends brush their teeth. with kids that don't brush their teeth. And those are the kids that have to go to the fucking dentist and get fucking. Like fake shit all over. Fake shit with Novocaine shots all in. Because their parents don't care about the teeth brushing. So we don't. We know that you don't want to go to the dentist, kids, and get needles shoved in your gums that long. So we make you brush your teeth. These are the petty things. No, but it's the stuff that collectively drives me crazy. But, but here's the thing, kids. We love you a lot. But if you could just lay off a little bit. Well, but now you're men, so now you're fine. But but you're making some shit very tense around here. And mom and dad, I just need a little bit. Of, we need a little bit. I need of, cooperation. We need a little cooperation. I just need a little like, sure, mama. Oh my god. Oh my god. My oh my stomach, god! My stomach just released. I the idea of my kids going, "Okay, mama." I literally felt like I was oh in, a happy, like, in a happy marriage just by you saying "Hello, mama." Like, or, no, okay, mama. okay, mama. Yeah, like I'm like, oh yeah, we're okay. Okay, buds, go take a shower and then brush your teeth and get dressed. Okay, okay, mama. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Here, my god! I throw a party. Here's the thing, older one. If you don't wash your business, <laughs> your business ain't clean. <laughs> it ain't my fault. But that's how business goes. And I'm not trying to make you wash yourself with razor blades. Yeah, I'm handing you a bar of soap. We're, like, we're not, your body. We're not like, scrubbing you with, with, with Brillo pads. No. We're just saying, hop in the bath or the, t- or the shower 
and clean your business because that's how business works. If the business don't get clean, you walk around with very tainty business. <laughs> it's very tainty. And I don't want my kids going to school with taint. So we make you wash your business. Just do it. This is the parental, like, let it out podcast. See, here's what – oh, this is – so for those that don't know, I had a hippie mom that let me kind of do anything I wanted. Which so, she now says that was the wrong thing to do. And I've inherited all of the factors that are the result of just letting a kid do whatever the fuck he wants. So when I was a kid, I hated taking a bath or a shower. We didn't have a shower. We only had a bath. And taking baths, when I was a kid, I didn't like doing the whole fill-up. I was so envious of my friends that had showers in their houses. So I would take a bath. And then when I wasn't around my mom, I wouldn't take baths. <laughs> so when I went to camp... <laughs> Went to a, a very a very fancy camp in Northern California, and it was a month-long camp, and I didn't take a bath or a shower until the camp counselors grabbed me and took me over to the showers, gave me a towel, and said, you are being forced <laughs> to take a shower. But where's – okay, let me ask you a question because yeah. I don't know if it's a boy thing because girls have pride about cleanliness. Yeah, I didn't think like, about we it. We actually don't want to be dirty. I was, I was and like, I want to take care of our bodies. Yeah, I didn't even. It was the farthest thing from my head. So later on, I got the pictures back from camp, and I looked like I looked like a joke. Like a, it looked like a kid that you take charcoal and rub their face with it and go like, "Ha ha, you're a joke, dirty kid." I was that actual kid. That I, I was covered in grime, and and I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> Hung out by myself a lot at camp. But so we don't want you guys to be that. But they're men now. They shower now. But now they shower every day. Yeah, but this is the thing. I try to remind myself. This is not how it's always going to be. This is not how it's always going to be. Yeah. But I find it. I'm so concerned that I'm going to facilitate bad habits in them as men if I don't get train them. And these are the small things. Educate them to get good habits now. But then I'm fought at every turn, and it just makes me want to like not help them. Yeah. We're just vetting right now. You guys are okay with this, right? Like, like we're being complaining parents because we have the most spectacular kids. We know that. And I'm I, complaining about yeah. like, I'm complaining about them it's, like fighting back on common sense shit. They're just giving us, we're, we're at the age and many parents know this six, six and, and nine. nine. They're at the fight backstage. They're like little fuckers right now. Love them, but they are little fuckers right now. <laughs> and they are making this shit tense. Yeah, this is tense. This is tense shit right now. Like I kind of don't like him right now. I love you, but I don't like, I don't like, I'm not digging you right now. <laughs> it's, it's, you don't like me either. Why are you taking it personally? It's funny because it's true. <laughs> but you don't like me either. Why are you taking it all personally? Like as if I'm saying something, you're all like, you feel the same way about me. You don't, you're not thrilled to but be you know around what me right now is that either. When we get alone once every three weeks for 10 minutes, yeah, we, we actually get along have a so fucking good. Yeah, we're best friends. We get along. So, we've always gotten along so well. Everything turned to shit when we had kids. And I know that's part of it because that's just how, I mean. How well, many the f- people- leg one, the first leg of parenthood was the sleep deprivation for right. us. Right. And we were. And now it's a little better. This, we're okay on sleep, but now it's like just being fought with every fucking thing we try to get done. So, so everything we try yeah. to do is, is like a, is World War III. And we're like. I'm trying to find my benevolence, like as a parent. And it's like a roller coaster. Like I go, okay. And me and the oldest one go, he's like, okay, I'll stop being, <laughs> he goes, I'll stop being a douche. I don't even know where he got that word. From me. Oh. Because if I don't like a guy, I call him a douche. Oh, okay. So he's That's like, my word. Also, he totally on his own knows he's being a douche. And so he's like, he does. 
He's, he's like, really I'm now. sorry. I'm going to stop being a douche. I'm like, oh, awesome. I'll stop being one too. And then we high five. Five minutes later, we're like <laughs> reconnected. You, you and the older one have a very special love-hate relationship. Like your love. Not hate. I never hate. You, you, that's wrong wording. Sorry. A, a certain Emotional. love contentious relationship. You love each other deeply. Yeah, all it is is when he blunts my help. But he, but he can be challenging with you. Yes. The younger one's much easier. Yes. With that stuff. Yes. Now, what are they going to He actually see? says, okay, mama. <laughs> he says, okay, mama. The older one puts me through like the ringer left and right and around 9,000 maze turns before it finally beats me down and I just surrender in How an are apathy we gonna... of frustration. I, I, the only way this is going to work for me, what we're doing right now, is if we do a, 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 a callback special in 20 years with the kids watching this back. Yeah. So it's not like some hidden vetting against them. Like they've no. got to hear this from us. They and hear then, it from me every day. And this then is no I want to hear their point of view about, about the things that they about thought how, about. How, how crazy we seem to them. Yeah, about what a douche I was. Because <laughs> I can be, I can be, okay, anyway. I, I, I'm a little worried that this is just. You just get low on patience. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I do. But you know what I? But you don't like scream or get crazy or anything. Neither what? of us like scream. We're not screamers. But I am the guy that turns away from them, and in my head, I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I just turn and walk away now. I don't. I, I try to. I try to explain. I try to explain. I try to explain. I've explained it. I'm not explaining. <sighs> and then I just go like. Do other people have the? Thing, I turn on my. I just walk away. Do other people have the thing where they? Because I don't want to go there. They're better parents when they get out of the house. When I get out of the house with my kids, I'm really. I have a really easy time with them. It's in the house, cooped up, when they're just being little tyrants, that I get crazy. And then once I get them out, I never have a hard time with them, mm, ever. I do. <laughs> I have a hard time with them in the house. I know. We were, went skiing the other day on a field trip. I can't even hear it. But I mean, whatever you want to say, I'm not going to try to stop you from talking. But uh, if anyone videotaped me, I was a cranky pants. Now on I the d- ski slope, I do want to say this, sweetheart. I do want to say this. What? Having been around a lot of parents with kids now, moms and their boys traditionally have contentious relationships. Dads with their daughters, the the daughters make their dads nuts, nuts. Where the dad loves their daughter, dotes on their daughter, but can but like pulling the hair out. But that. But that's a little so later. So do moms and daughters. When daughters are teenagers, they're just little crazy people. Well, here's what I've observed. Moms with young boys have a very difficult time, and dads with teenage daughters have a very difficult time. Mm-hmm. You're in the stage that I've seen many moms have that, where the boys just, it's that, what it is, I realize what it is. It's they're trying it's to get so independent love, from. But it's they love you so much, they don't even know what to do with it, so they turn against you sometimes. <sighs> and boys do that. I did that with my mom. And then I see daughters what, how old were you when you did that? I did it all the way until... I did you still it, do it. I did it all the way until I was 15 where it got so bad, I had to stay with my dad for a while. Mm. It got so bad at 15, I was like packing up the trunk and moved off to Santa Monica with my dad for a couple of years. That's how bad it got. Mm. And then, and I have seen the same... But not hang on. motivating my spirits no, no, this, very but, much right but, now. But you're different than my mom. Okay. You're different than my mom. It's not going to happen. I saw your whole life force just dim. It's not going to happen. I love my kids so much. I, know. I love hanging out with them. They're my best buddies. I adore them. Like I love their company. I love being with them. I love it so much. Like I just, I, I wish yeah. life could just be like. We are going to visit them every weekend at military camp, military <laughs> school. And I'm going to tell you, 
it, we're going to bring them gifts. They're going to be so happy to oh see God. us. I could never do that to my kids ever. I don't want to. That was military school was my dad's byword. He just kept threatening you with it. Said it every four days. Did it work on you or did you just get sick of listening no, to no. it? No, My dad got brochures and got on the phone with them and had phone calls and meetings scheduled. Now, as I got to the, as I went to the apex of teenage rebellion, where I was just being a fucker, my mom gave up completely, had no idea what to do, turned it over to my dad, and my dad was like, yeah, military school. I don't give a shit. Because I didn't live with my dad anyway, so there was no love lost on sending me to military school. Uh-huh. He could give a shit. He was like, if you're going to be a good boy, stay with me. I'd love to have you. If you're going to be a shit, military school. And I was still being a shit. So he was like, yeah, we have an appointment. Like, my dad made appointments at military schools, and I'm almost positive that we had one meeting with the military school where I went to the place somewhere and I saw all the kids, the cadets and their fucking things. And I remember that. I remember that. Did you get feeling, flop sweat? No, that, you know, that sensation of like first day at school, but everyone looks mean. So oh. it's like the first day of school and bully and not and unfamiliar surroundings. Like it didn't look warm and cuddly first day of school. Yeah. Not military school. I wouldn't think that'd be very warm. I remember, cuddly. I remember like seeing kids, <laughs> kids and cadets <laughs> And I remember making a decision. My head was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to fucking get my shit together. And did you? Yeah. Yeah. I got my, cause my dad was like, my mom gave up and my dad was like, yeah, I don't military school. Go to military school. <laughs> he was serious. Cause my dad didn't, my dad wasn't like, he didn't have any huge emotional attachment to where he'd be like super missing me. Right. <laughs> so you and I, our kids would know. That we would miss them after four minutes. Mm-hmm. They know that they'd cry and then we'd cry yeah. and it would never happen. Yeah. My dad was like, well, if you're going to be a shit, you just go to military school. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with your mom calling me every, every weekend crying and full of tears. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> my, uh, dad, my dad was a busy guy. I don't remember what my parents did you for You didn't discipline. rebel. You were a very good girl. You had no discipline. I, mean, I did a little like, you know, lying I, to stay out late to go to the cool party. Cause... I met you right at the stage when you were rebelling. Right at the stage mm-hmm. when you would hit the worst of your rebelling stage. I was stage. 19. Yep. And that's when I met you and you literally went from being a lying little fucker to like having a boyfriend and like just going It didn't to, take much to make to, me act yeah. kind though. Like, like I, kind. I always had like, I wanted to do the right thing and be helpful. I realized something about you recently. What? And so yeah. that's why I, I don't understand when my kids fight me so hard. I just like, I don't get it. Yeah. But maybe it's a boy thing. It is a boy thing. It is a boy thing. And, and I, I should just surrender and let them fight back and then be like, here, I don't know. I I'm just a, like, I'm not sure. I'm going to offer a piece of advice, but I'm not going to make this too deep because I don't want to have us both in tears by the end of this podcast. <laughs> but here's what I'm I think I'm already it is. crying inside. Okay, Go good. Ahead. <laughs> so you have within you, I'll make it very light. We'll keep it like, ha, ha, ha. You have a real benevolence and humanity nature to you. It's one of the things about you. Many women have that, but yours is like at the top scale of like treating others kind. You're even a person that treats enemies kind. Like people that are dicks to you, you're like, I just want to make good with them. Like I've seen it on you. Okay. I've seen that with that quality on you more than any person I've ever met anywhere in my life. You have a kindness. When people don't act kind, it literally take. it's like it puts your roller skates on oil. Your, yeah. your whole, your appetite over tin cup. Yeah. Your, you're ass first. You're like, you have no idea what to do. Yeah. When I act unkind to people or my, oh, or you oh, or the kids or the kids do like lurch. And what I've noticed that parent, that parents with boys, when their boys are being shits, the ones that have the easiest times are the ones that are able to just eye roll it and be like, you're a little shit right now and move on. Yeah. I you take that. it. So I, personally. I invest in yeah. the, I engage in the upset about it. Yeah. 
because you want to teach them to be good men. Because I'm so flabbergasted. Yes. That they're being such disres... What I feel. Right. I mean, there's kids that are like beyond more. Our kids are great. Our kids are amazing. Sweethearts. We're being super... It's it's like my viewpoint of disrespectful and ungrateful, which is really not what most... Right. Like when you see kids out there that are disrespectful and ungrateful, that's not our kids. Those are actual shits. Our kids are not shits. They're really good kids. But I don't like any disrespect, right. any ungratitude. Like yes. I hate it so much, yes. and so I just have a giant button. It and makes then you they nuts. just see my buttons to them are like a really fun trampoline. If you could, then if I could give no reaction, no different. I'll uh, even help you more. Please. Not no reaction. Please, help it's me. hard. It's hard. But That's if okay. if you could be slightly amused and eye roll about when they're being shits, mm. everything would be different. I'm positive. <sighs> I'm telling you, it's not easy. Now listen. <sighs> On the other end of the spectrum, when they're getting when they when they're like running around the house with matches and lighters and they want to touch that, and doesn't everything, bother me. I go nuts. Doesn't bother me at all. It's the same thing. Like you're like eye roll. Like what? They're just playing with mud in the kitchen. You're really good. Like I'll clean it up later. They're making mud pies in the kitchen, and I'm like, I can fucking, I can fucking get out of here. Like I can't fucking. I turn you into do. like a. You get so neurotic. I'm like the kids are fucking playing mud in the fucking kitchen. There's fucking mud everywhere. Fuck. And, and you're like eye roll, and you look at them. If you could take your reaction to when they've decided they want to do candle wax above the bed and you think it's cute, how you just roll your eyes and laugh and you think it's cute and you'll say you'll fix it all later. If you could take that viewpoint to when they're being shits and if I could take your viewpoint to that when they're being boisterous around or messing everything up, we'd be everything different. See, I have found what I do is I just get the fuck out of the house. The minute I see like, Oh, they're they're taking down every single book from the bookshelf that's in a certain order <laughs> that we've arranged. Of there's the movie books, there's the art books, and they're taking them all down and they're making a fort with all the books. I wanna and I wanna take both of my kids and and and, and give them a good little little shaking. What I do now is I get the fuck out of the house. I'm like Jenna's gonna handle it all, and I get the fuck out because if when I try to engage them, I turn into an asshole dad. I'm like, guys, don't take the book, put the book. And I realize now they it just no, it upsets them it for upsets no them. reason because they're just being Good. kids and they're innocent. If they're we could sweet. do for each of each like other, not actually what you wish I would do, makers. right? If you we could just switch, right? Yeah, I get it. We've always been that way, though. Yes, we've we're always yin-yang. had our we plug in what the other one is. Um, oh my God, tell deficient me about it. in. Tell me about it. We're just one. Anyone who's yang. listening to this who has no kids has probably turned it off by now. But if you have kids, I'm pretty sure you're engaged because I think this is a universal problem. Or anyone that doesn't have kids could just equate it to their dogs since people have the, the religion of dogs uh-huh. now where their dogs are their, their religion and they treat dogs as if it's an orphanage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dogs. Okay. Dogs. At least uh, people have something. I went to baseball practice with my kids the other day and stepped in the biggest piece of shit you could possibly imagine. And my viewpoint it was about very muddy though. Every every single like tufter ball of mud looked would like shit. bring their fucking dog to a baseball field. Well, we brought our dog to the baseball field, but our dog and is I a good dog. I picked up my dog's poo. But someone brought their goddamn Saint Bernard or a mastiff <laughs> or whatever huge. that was. It was like a horse shit <laughs> in the middle of the baseball area, and I stepped in it, and it, and I thought in my head. In my head, I thought... There was someone else who stepped in dog poo, too. Like, there's a, a lot of dog yeah, poo. Yeah, and I thought in my head, like, if I could find the person that did such a thing, I, like, I thought bad thing. You know, you think, like, how could you ever do anything mean to anybody, but then someone does something? It's a button. Yeah. We all have buttons. Yeah. Button, button, I thought, like, button, who push the button. would bring their dog to a baseball field where Aluga. there's 100 push kids, the have their dog take a shit the size of a dinner plate, and then just leave it there? 
for 75 kids to run through. So that 75 kids had to go home and get in the car in their minivans smelling like dog shit. <laughs> That's the stuff that makes me nuts. <laughs> gets, gets under my skin. Okay, so to okay, our so kids, I'll try to do an eye roll. Just roll your eyes, or better yet, I'll just go like, ha ha, be amused, so and turn it over to me. Yeah, but you're not here sometimes. <laughs> like I'm missing dad. I'm no, here. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm here plain enough to see it. I'm plain, I'm here plain enough to see what goes on with you and the boys. You're like trying to sleep in with a pillow over your head while I'm getting frustrated with the kids. No. I peek in to see if you're awake yet, and it's just a mound of like pillows over your head. I sleep better with pillows over my head. Okay, so to our boys. Okay, we in, love you in so 2037, much. Thank you for all the joy you brought us. Thank you for almost ruining the marriage, <laughs> but we're, we're going to stick it out. Yeah. And uh, thank you for all the, the pleasure, the joy, the laughter, the uh, love, the love the cuddles, and the for changing our life and for teaching us to love everybody despite any, <laughs> any reason to not love otherwise. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying not to cry right now because I love him so much. I know you do. I know. I know the. Lo- I know the frustration comes out of the love. Totally. I know. Yeah. Because you're a fucking amazing mom. You love him to death. Yeah. I know. I'm telling you. Military school one week. Come back. Yes, ma'am, mama. Oh. Yes, ma'am, mama. It's time for like bed. I'm smart. Yes, I'm a ma'am, good mama. Person. I'm. I'm got good ideas. Like just give me a yes, mama. I have from time to time. Jesus Christ! All you mothers God. out there, fist pump, yo. This shit's hard sometimes. Dude, seriously. No one ever says good job. You're a great mom. <laughs> Except know. one day a year on Mother's Day because they're forced to do it from their school making a fucking art project. A macaroni thank you love letter. <laughs> well, at least they at least they get stuff on Father's Day. You mean Mother's Day? Well, on Mother's Day. I mean, on Father's Day. We always make you something on Father's Day. Didn't, haven't you forgotten my last five Father's Days? Nope. Okay. That's a podcast for the next, uh, that's another podcast for another time. You you love your kids very much. You're a very special mama, and we're very lucky to have you. Damn straight. Very much so. They these and I'll tell you something. Ooh, and I'll end on a good note. Here's a good note. Mm-hmm. Because of how you are, I want, I'm going to make it light so you don't cry at the end of the podcast. Okay, good. Because of how much love you imbue them with, and and I've seen how parents are. You give your kids a lot of love. Like you teach them about love, kindness, humanity, the things that make Jenna who you are. I get complimented all the time about what good manners our kids have out in the world. Mm. They always look at adults in the eye and say thank you. They always Yeah, but not robots. They really, it's natural to them. But I mean, they naturally are in communication and and they never speak ill to other kids around them. They always are the kids that other parents want around because they're the easiest kids to have over because they cooperate, they play nice, they don't get mean, they don't get in fights, and that's all you. They treat everyone like a friend. And that's because of you. And I hear all the time, like, your kids are the best kids to have over because they're appreciative, they're sweet, they're fun to hang out with. They treat my kids so well. They always say they treat my kid really well because they treat people so nicely because of you. So high five to you. All right, so we'll end off on my wife crying because <laughs> she's a great mom. Happy anniversary. You're an amazing mom. Um, you too. Thank you. I think a I'm a great mom too. It's true. I've... <laughs> I'm amazing. And thank you for the lovely apron you got me last week. I'm really enjoying it. 